0: friends who love good beer and tell them stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And today we're a podcast that's fortunate. A place we come to quite frequently. I was actually thinking about this. I think I come here
1: one, at least once a week. Yes. Um, whether it's lunch or, or dinner and then for beer. So it's kind of cool to
0: kind of be back now in an official um, status, I guess. I've come here for an after-hike snack, stayed for lunch, and then gone downtown for dinner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer Mecca within a Beer Mecca. Please for yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us.
2: Hey, y'all. Coffee sucks, but I really like beer, and you should buy me a beer. <laughs> so you go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com and click on Buy Me a Coffee, and you can buy me a beer. Thanks.
0: That's Buy Me a Beer. Click the link on the website, and when you do, you support our podcast and you help us keep doing this. Much appreciated. ilikebeerthepodcast.com, and there's links there for our store, for our newsletter, and our gallery. So, the Talon said, second field trip to kick off the summer. Again, we haven't gone very far from home. Uh, our local meetup spot, when the spouses are looking for somewhere to meet up, to eat, to drink, where are we at? Uh, Pub 980, Belching Beaver. Belching Beaver. Honestly, I, locally here in the, in the,
1: I guess the Vista area, that kind yeah. of stuff, probably the, the best combination of food and beer uh, that you can find.
0: It used to be a secret, yeah, but now we have to share it with everybody. Yeah. And we are joined, for the first time, we get an interview here. We're usually talk- here talking about something and why Why don't we have an interview here. But today we're joined by specialty brewer, Peter Paracone.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah, yeah I right? guess yeah. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Cheers, guys. Peter is an excellent host. We've started off with a beer. Tell us what we're drinking.
2: Uh, this is our Tropical Terps IPA. It's one of our newest IPAs that we're producing. Um, it's pretty citra-forward, I believe, Then. The terpenes are actually weed terpenes, which produce a lot of great uh, tropical flavors.
1: That's Seems good. kind of very mild on the back end, which is kind of nice. Not not yeah, it's not like over the, the top, yeah, which yeah. I think
2: we like. And I know it has more of a softer water profile than like a traditional West Coast.
1: Yeah. It's actually very like almost refreshing, like refreshing, like, it's like because it doesn't have that like that pop yeah. at the end, which is really really good. Yeah, we're moving
2: away from the bitterness. I think is when it comes to more yeah. hoppy beers. I think
0: that is my preferred preferred. Style of IPA right there. Doc, yeah. what do you think?
2: Uh, I'm all for it. It's cool. This is your style. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> so, Peter, welcome to the show. Um, oh, your question. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. I'm I'm just gonna get, gonna say, I was going to say, get so excited. We, we kind of talked about this before. So, you're another Carlsbad kid
1: doing great things uh, with oh, beer. Thank you. Yeah, we see that you've been promoted as the sour beer expert, um, yes. barrel master, specialty brewer, and taproom manager here at Belgian Beaver. Uh, kind of can you talk a little bit about what your role is here and well I I don't know who told you I'm the taproom manager here (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no one
2: listens to me that's all Deborah and uh (laughs) Rob that do that (laughs) but uh uh, all the others yes I guess are true (laughs) I mean it's all the same title with different names (laughs) I get uh pretty much live out my homebrew dreams of coming up with new beer flavors
1: very exciting well you know it's funny part, part of your history includes toolbox brewing yes um which um, for us it was really fun we 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 went there when toolbox first opened and um i remember we walked in there and we ordered a a, a flight but the guy even before i don't know who it was at the time but said hey have you ever had sour beer it might it might it so it even us have been a fair baby, i don't know where we're getting yeah, into yeah he said have you ever had sour beers and we're like no and he and tried to warn us we're like, oh, no, no, we'll be fine and we sat down and we were not ready so <laughs> uh i wish it was still around but uh talk a little bit about that maybe that journey to the, from there to here and so sour
2: beer was something interesting. I I don't remember the first beer that I trained I think it was probably consecration from Russian River. It was either that or supplication. And probably wasn't the first time I had it, but I think the second time I had it, I was like, what the heck is this? And people were just started talking about it. I hear the term bugs, and I'd be like, are there <laughs> actually bugs in your beer? <laughs> and that's where it started with sour beer for me uh, many years ago when I was working at Trader Joe's at Home brewer. And I never actually read many books in my life till I got into brewing. And this book written by Jeff Sparrow, Wild Beers, or Wild Brews, I pretty much read so many times that it actually fell apart and I had to replace <laughs> it a couple times. And that kind of took me down the road of the history of where sour beer came from, what it was, and how where it got to today. And that one made me fall in love with Botanomyces. And from there it was kind of just trying new things that people i don't know would say that you maybe you couldn't do or some were doing it like crooked stave at the time was doing a lot of 100% pretanamite fermentations and i really thought that actually produced really cool flavors and you're also getting like i really love the funky flavors of lambic
1: so and, so were sours and lambics your first like wow, this is what beer can be?
2: No, I think it was early on when I was in high school. I was probably one of the first early adapters to craft beer. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say high school. It's okay. Uh, When I was younger, we were, I was, (laughs) I remember I was, I stole an arrogant basket from my dad that he was given (laughs) as a joke from my uncle. And it got me drunk. And it was kind of like coffee at first with hot sauce. And I grew to like the flavors. And before you knew it, I was having people buy me craft beer and different beers. And I think the first aha moment with craft beer I really liked was Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, That's, yeah. and I was like, "This tastes like Christmas trees."
1: <laughs> and it does;
2: it really does. When yeah. the first time you yeah. and I was like, "That's what hops were." And then I remember drinking Stone IPAs like this tastes like grass. <laughs> um, so at a young age, you were just young age. Beer. I kind of I think I got yeah. into it because it was higher alcohol, <laughs> and I didn't like you know all the football well, was all the football players walking around their 18 packs looking for fights and I wanted to be the sophisticated one with the six pack <laughs> <laughs> and the flavors grew on me me and all my friends so so know. now you're the, you're the epitome of sophistication maybe I don't there know
0: We talked about playing around with specialty beers and and playing around with flavors. This is a beer I understand that had been requested by Belching Beaver for a while. Our next beer up. (laughs) I actually have this on on Keg at Home, which I'm very excited about. Uh, This is your Death by Blueberry.
2: Yeah. Um, So that's an interesting beer. I mean, so our boss, Tom, always wanted a blueberry beer. He never asked me, no matter what it says on the label. He always asked our other brewer, Thomas and Troy, and finally, he asked me to make it, and it didn't start out as this. So I'm not the biggest fan of super sweet beers, unless it's a barrel-aged style. So uh, he, every time I made it, he just kept saying sweeter. I want it sweeter and more blueberry. And blueberry is a tricky a fruit. So if you actually use blueberries themselves, they turn your beer brown. If you actually squeeze it inside of a blueberry, it turns into this grayish- yeah, yeah ugly color so we did use a blueberry once I learned this in one of our sours I think it's batch 4 and it was the f- it was the worst color beer I've ever made <laughs> and so it was kind of like why do you always got to pick the fruit that's the hardest to deal with um, so over I don't know six renditions finally convinced me to put lactose in there and uh, vanilla and this is the beer you're
0: drinking now and it's not too sweet
2: uh, it's, it- not, it's pretty simple so I really was restrained and there's very little lactose in there Because it can get, you know, I'm not, it's just enough to bring in the sweetness and the flavor. And I think the vanilla, where it's not over the top vanilla, but the vanilla helps within the background of sweetness, like a perceived sweetness. And it's pretty, a very simple malt bill, not the funnest to brew on the big system. I learned that. Over here, it's like five bags of malt oats. There, it's like 30 something. It's 50% oats and wheat. Wow. Which yeah, we decided. I decided to write flaked into that recipe, so <laughs> learned my lesson on that. But I'm glad you guys enjoy it. Yeah. That's
0: a delicious beer, It really. No, is. Yeah, it's a good, refreshing it's beer for this summer. <clears throat> summer.
2: And I understand
0: it will be canned.
2: Already it already is. It already is canned. It yeah.
0: There you go. That's a, that's a good. Follow-up. So I'm not special anymore. No, I was special. I had this at home, you're but sure. I'm not, I won't be special anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: So, hey, Belch and Beaver, they've always had this motto, "You know, damn fine beard. So what makes Belch and Beaver a damn fine place to work? Hey, they they kind of let me be like, I got to do my job. And if I'm getting it done, they stay out of my hair. They've never stifled on our creativity. Nice. It's always about making the best product you can. And we'll figure out the cost down the road. So you get to experiment a bit. Yeah, I mean, the loyalty of the ownership and our bosses, just to know that they actually do care about their employees.
0: Nice. It does seem like they're bucking the system early on, because when I first came here, probably shortly after opening, was just a popcorn machine and this little space back here. I think it was the same space.
2: It was that side. Yeah, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it was just a little popcorn machine, and I was a hophead big time then. And all I'm looking for is what's the hoppiest IPA you have. And there was a, a Honey Blonde and a Peanut Butter Stout, and they're still... They're still the core beers. Yeah. you find them mix, everywhere. Mix them, and now yeah.
1: they're doing Water, that here. honey yeah. that they yeah. still. Do. Yeah.
0: Uh, what are they serving I here? And they were delicious, and loved them then. And you know, ten and a half years later, uh, you got four locations. You're distributing to four states. So, what have been the keys to this success?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, once again, I think it goes back to our owners. They never stop coming up with ideas. So they're always throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks and understanding that things are always evolving and changing and if but also if something's not broken don't fix it so that's where peanut butter and honey come in like those are the I mean they've gone through slight like I don't think honey's changed at all since I've worked here I know peanut butter we've messed with the sweetness at all but the malt the hops nothing's changed there either I mean and I know we've struggled with some suppliers on the peanut butter but other than that once kind of just keep it the same and try to make it the best you can I think the success for peanut butter style was also that we chose a milk stout was I've seen that not it's a lot harder to get it to work with other styles but it's a milk stout's so good for that beer mm-hmm. and I think the honey blonde works out so good that it's actually it's not as simple as most blondes so it doesn't get lost in the crowd it kind of stands out a little bit more with um has just a little bit more flavor a little bit more body so yeah those are both our brewmasters' original creations and still here to this day.
0: My, my favorite peanut butter m- peanut butter milk stout I had was at a car wash in Bend, Oregon, that also had a tap room. So every time you got your fourth car wash, you got a, a growler. <laughs> okay, yeah. a, so you had a my, clean car back then. Yeah. So I was with my cousin and, and the, the beer tender was saying, you've got to, he was really putting. you got to try this beer, you got to try this beer. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's what, I have that beer all the time. What else do you have? I'm like, I live there and I ended up having one because he was so insistent. And I'm like, yeah, this is delicious. I'm glad I'm having this in Bend. <laughs> I was trying. What else can I try? I'm I'm here in Bend. No, no, you have to try this one from Vista. Oh, okay, <laughs> yes. all right. Well, I think that's
1: kind of cool too. Like you play, you look at your board. Is it, it? You are constantly trying to evolve. Like I'm impressed always with, and you know, I guess a lot comes from you. It's like the the, diff, the different sours. Like almost, you know, I don't know what, what the, the rotation is on that, but it's it seems very frequent. I'll come over and there'll be a new sour. Yeah. Um, you know that kind of stuff. So that's kind of fun too.
2: Um, for the most part, like I kind of. They give me free reign. I definitely ask people what they're looking for and talk to a couple of the people. And the, just different people through the company are like, hey, you got any ideas? And Sometimes people uh, say some good ones and I try it. Yeah. Um, I So a lot of sours, you'll see, I really love tropical flavors and stone fruit. So I'll usually see me go there. Or, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of open slate. And then <laughs> with all the other beers, you got myself and Thomas who really love to not brew our production beers. We want to keep coming up with something new. And it's never good enough in our mentality. So we can always be better on our next brew. doesn't matter if we knocked it out of the park. There's something we can nitpick that'll make that beer better next time. So I think that helps a lot of wanting to have the newer stuff. And also, I mean, we talk a lot to other brewers. So we pretty much, when two brewers get together, all we do is talk shop and what's new in the process.
0: What's the worst beer idea pitched to you <laughs> hey we gotta make one of these no no, we don't
2: black IPAs still <laughs> no one wants those and if they do you should just go get a home system and make it because yes. yeah. that and I mean people still like them but I hate milkshake IPAs and people still want milkshake IPAs
0: <laughs> now that might answer the other question what's the worst one that's been pitched where it ended up being pretty good and you're like oh, okay I'll give you that one
2: um, <laughs> uh, I mean, well, so it's great. not fall. But Fall of Troy came out of uh, the whole like when you mess up a beer and you get your the name. put mistake, on mistake, right? Yeah, a yeah, mistake that got saved, and that's where Fall of Troy came out of. Uh, I think it was a raspberry uh, stout that they had me make. <laughs> Just did not work out. <laughs>
0: Now, this next beer we have is something special. Now I feel special again. We're going to try something that, that most people haven't tried. We got our double dry hops.
2: Uh, Phantom Bride. Double so, dry
0: hop Phantom Bride. Yeah, it's still in the tank.
2: May need a touch of carbonation more, but, yeah, I think we're doing this for beer week. I'm waiting on kegs to keg it out, but it's not available yet.
1: Oh, yeah. There's so we just added flavors. a lot more hops. We yeah. just doubled
2: the dry hops. <laughs> 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 Say, so give me a recipe, and they're like, just double the dry hops. I was like, done. <laughs> I think a lot more mosaic comes through it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Still, yeah. it finishes quite smooth. Yeah, but it is a, it is a it's a burst of hops. Yeah,
2: yeah, because it's all done on the cold side. So once again, I think you get all your rough flavors from hops early on in a beer. So when you're adding them to the heat, so a lot of this sixty minute edition stuff you read about, I think, is where you get all those rough flavors.
0: What have you? So we talked about the toolbox days. We talked back to your. High school adjacent time yeah. beer are drinking yeah. uh, your beer tastes have, have changed or maybe they haven't i don't know you didn't actually address that uh, But what have you seen change in the in the discerning beer drinker like ourselves what have you seen change over time
2: they're more educated they know a lot more about beer so uh flavor pro i mean people still have ipas they just keep wanting us to push how much hot flavor we can get into an ipa IPA loggers are making a resurgence, which is kind of yeah. cool. I'm not the biggest lager fan, I'll drink them, but I'm an IPA guy, so
1: I like your guys' Buenos Santos, though. I think so, that's, yeah, that's, that's a, a good, fun one, and
2: yeah. I'm glad we still got it. We, we almost stopped brewing it for a while, and I pretty much said, just let me brew it here. So, there was a time when I always had a couple tanks of it just <laughs> as we needed it, and now they're brewing it again at Oceanside. Which is nice. I think that's th- a good
1: beer. It's a really, especially good summer beer. Like kind of it really that, you know, is. I think warmer.
2: it's pretty much once again our brewmaster. He came up the original formula. Then over the years of Thomas and myself kind of brewing it, it's kind of changed a little bit, but it's still his beer. And it's a pretty much a Pacifico. Yeah, is what we're going for there. But
0: much better. Yeah, and but no yeah,
2: headaches.
1: A, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah less less yeah. Yeah, headache on the. But end. yeah, but no, it's just a it's a flavorful Mexican lager. I mean, it's got a little flavor little body, little character, you know, yeah. I enjoy it. No, it's one of my, like, I've, I love Mexican lagers. And so, you know, and there's a lot of, all, most, most of the breweries right here now have
0: some form yeah, of Mexican right. lager,
1: but I, one of samples is one of, one of my favorites from from
0: this area. I was adding up my Shawshank beers, our, yeah. our highest uh, rating for a beer. We call this Shawshank yeah, beer. So, uh, Belching Beaver for me has three. The, uh, the Viva La Beaver. Mm. No, uh, which is the Mexican chocolate, chocolate yeah. stout? Uh, man this Death it. by Blueberry, yeah. which I just I love blueberry. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad I'm glad
2: you tasted it. You think uh, it's all blueberries? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Deftones' Good Morning Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Which is the, uh, the cinnamon or a, it's a maple, maple and, coffee, vanilla or something? Oh my goodness, that's a good beer. Yeah, that
2: works out for a brown ale. That we, you don't see us brew too much of. So
0: I, I ordered it hesitantly because I thought the maple it could be syrupy and. Maple's I love weird. That beer. Yeah. But so. you know it's a perfect however you blended it or, or balanced it out, just it's fantastic. a lot of them are
2: extracts, unfortunately. I mean, we've I have made a beer with real maple. People in uh, in San Diego don't like real maple syrup. <laughs> they don't. Sure. it's an East Coast thing. Yeah, yeah. It's sweet and woodsy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They want McDonald's flavor syrup. <laughs> That's what they all want. And there's only one place to do it, and you got to get an extract. <laughs> so I remember I made a pastry stout, and we put 50, sixty gallons of syrup in the finished, and it tasted like syrup, but it tasted like syrup. <laughs> <laughs> <was> like syrup.
0: <laughs> almost all pastry stouts taste like syrup to me. They can't be I thick. So them. that's what
2: that one is. It's yeah. a big boy. It's like almost fifteen percent.
0: So what, what do we have here? That's
2: our Mexican chocolate cake, which is part of the branding the latest in the Brandon and Barrel series. It. Uh, oh, it smells yeah, good. Yeah, I think I spent almost two years in. Um, a few different barrels. We get pretty good barrels. I think there's like old Fritz Gerald, and uh, that's Ooh,
1: flavorful. That's good. Yeah, that's I, did,
2: I mean, there's a bunch of like the higher end whiskeys from Buffalo Trace era, oh, that's Maker's really Mark, good. and
1: that's yeah, great. Sam I
0: think, think I might, I might have a uh, fourth. Like
1: uh, Yeah, fifteen percent. That's a smooth. But this is definitely a sipping. That's a great. Yeah, yeah like end a of the night idea. sipping beer. Oh, man, you know, was so like, good. And then. I Played guess dessert. we
2: went for World Beer Cup, I asked our sales rep what flavors he wanted, and he came up with Mexican cake, chocolate <laughs> cake, which I'm like, can you provide an example of? And we couldn't find any, but he insisted that we already sold it as Mexican cake instead of Mexican hot chocolate in. I so said, it doesn't change the ingredients I put. It's straight up just real Abuelitas chocolate that's in there. It's
1: really good. Very delicious. Yeah, Those whiskey flavors yeah. come through. Yeah, it's not too boozy though. That's sometimes that's the problem with them. They 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 can uh, kind of almost turn and become. Too I boozy. think that's
2: where like a lot of body plays a big role in these yeah. beers. To where the thicker they are, you get more of the barrel flavor instead of all the heat. Right. And also, I do think it's a time frame. I think a lot of people, um, something Tommy Arthur taught me a while ago. Um, they'll rush their barrel aged beers in their stouts. So, I really believe there's a sweet window about eighteen months is where. It really gets in and out of the wood and you get all the lignins. A lot of people go early on and just get like the fake flavor and the tannins of the barrel. And then it'll actually go through this weird phase where it'll actually taste really bad for a few months and it's esterification what happens. Hmm. And that's the, it's oxidizing the esters and then it goes back to, like the, yeah. it's really smooth. Then you get all these vanilla and toasted flavors yeah. from the barrel. And you can make them pretty good. I mean, they also evaporate over time and that's how they get pretty high in alcohol. I mean, they start pretty high, but. Yeah. So, that's great. So we've talked a lot about beer and food early on. What's your favorite beer and food pairing here? Um, I mean, I'm not the best at food pairings. This is a weird one. White gummy bears and any like legit Citra forward IPA. There you go, that's
1: it. You got white gummy bears here? No,
2: I don't have an obby. And if I did, I probably wouldn't share them because I love gummy
0: bears. (laughs) So, Peter, if you're ordering lunch here, if we catch you on your lunch break, what are you eating and what are you drinking here?
2: I had the cauliflower because I haven't been eating so good today, so I needed some fiber. (laughs) But normally I'll have like our days Classic Burger and put grilled onions and bacon on it. And what beer would go with that? I I would go with our 980 IPA. I brewed that one for myself when it's fresh.
0: How what do you parse it to? I mean, you- here, oh my gosh,
1: uh, their wings are fantastic. Yeah, here. the wings. I are get good. the dry rub wings here, the chili, both the chili, chili lime, lime, and, yes. uh, and yeah, I, um, I get those. The, yeah, those are great. I love. Uh, I don't know what the name of the salad is because my wife always orders it and the I eat half of it. The pear salad, but the pear salad obviously one of the best salads I've ever had anywhere. Fruit pear salad. And then you put oh, a little. We, put, we usually put some salmon in it, and it is it's fantastic. Um, I don't know if you still have it because we, we we were on a kick last summer. We would get the. The the Nashville hot chicken sliders. Still have the
2: not the oh, sliders, we made it into a sandwich okay. now. But yeah, you
1: usually have the sliders and those that was like. So oh my same
2: gosh. thing, just a bigger yeah. sandwich. So one yeah.
1: so those are those are my kind of my go to's. But yeah, most of the time here it's always we get the wings and then we'll usually grab that salad and oh, I get that's that. a good place to start. One order of
0: the chili lime and one, yeah. one order of the uh, Cajun. Cajun. Yeah, exactly. And the salad because yeah. you gotta be healthy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's true.
1: But I honestly I mean we I love dry rub wings. These are the best dry run. Oh, usually wow. you have that yes. with the Buenos Tempos. but I usually go with it's been with, the blue- with the blueberry. I've been drinking a lot of the blueberries <laughs> when I come here, so, yeah. It just goes good with the, the I don't know, with the, the flavor of the spices the good, of the dry The chili goes lime has well a good spice, yeah, and I like yeah. to put it on the carrot yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah, when it's exactly. Left over. Yeah, the carrot and the <laughs> Oh no, it's, this is our go-to. I mean, we go on bike rides and we purposely come here and just ride <laughs> our bikes <laughs> over here and have lunch, so. Awesome. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit what's what's next for you guys here, and especially the beer lineups? Anything especially you got out the- beer,
2: I got a really good IPA that we're making right now, it's a Kiwi Hop Expedition, and Ooh, it's all New good. Zealand hops. That sounds good. So it's uh, Nelson and on hops in a West Coast IPA, similar like to how the Terp is, not yeah. super bitter. And then I got um, hop burst oils of both, so and I added that to it. So okay. who gets to name them? This was me. Well, technically, ChatGPT. I've been just <laughs> a lot of beer names, so I decided to use But
1: uh AI's naming beers now. Yeah,
2: uh, other than that, I can, mean, can AI we have AI? a marketing team, so I don't. Every once in a while, I'll name a couple beers, but I don't know. My humor is usually doesn't lend too good to. Uh, what people want
0: these days. Well, so. that is part of the Belching Beaver story. Beer names having to be changed to be marketed a little differently. <laughs> well, that, that is part of the... One time it happened. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, hey, have,
2: have you heard of brewers using uh, ChatGPT GPT to come up with new recipes? No, but our boss tried to... Uh, the owner tried to do it the other day, and it was quite a humorous <laughs> recipe. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, did, what did he plug in as the parameters? Uh, not sweet IPA. that had <laughs> crystal malts in it. Uh, so, <laughs> and, that was, and what did it say? What weird concoction did it It didn't up? have enough hops. Uh, wasn't good hops and had crystal malts and no funny. one wants those in an IPA so
0: you know so AI's got a little ways to go still. So. yeah things it can do. I can't do it can't write an essay on Hamlet my class True. found that out the hard way uh, and it can't it can't make beer yet so Not there's yet. still some very human things left to us for do for another year right, or no, two but give it a couple yeah yeah a couple yeah, yeah. years it's a couple days a great couple years. enjoy them yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pretty amazing <laughs> well Peter Paragoni Belching Beaver Pub 980 Thank you for sharing your time. Your Thanks story, and your out. beers with us. Yeah, no problem. Thank Thanks you, for yeah, coming thank out, you, guys. Yeah, it's awesome. And listeners, thank you for spending the time with us. Hope to see you here at Pub Nine Eighty this summer. We'll be eating wings and drinking beers. I'll and... be back there this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, just a moment to rate us wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now we got to run. Cheers. B W E W R U N Beer Run.
1: B double E double R U N All we need is a ten and a fiver, a car and a key and a sober driver B double E double R U N